Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. On today's episode of The Glue Guys, Kevin Durant draws a line in the sand... On one side is him. Mm. The other side, Sean Marks and Steve Nash. We will talk about Kevin's ultimatum coming up right today on the show. This is Mike here, Sail O'Brien. Hello. Check us out on Twitter at BKGlueGuys. Netsdaily.com. The Athletic. Get yourself by the paywall at theathletic.com. Slash GlueGuys. A subsidiary of the New York Times. Ryan. My goal. The Nets are in shambles. How are you? Oh, uh, we continue. We continue to be in shambles. I'm good. <laughs> I'm personally good. I'm thriving, surviving. You know, we, we took a little time off, Mike. Um, we did. We took a mental health three we weeks. We were in Barbados <laughs> yeah. taking podcasts, hosting seminars. We did. We had a few seminars. Um, um, I taught Malcolm Gladwell back. a few things. Uh, and we're back. And and the drama is cooking, Mike, uh, right where we left it. So give so, us the, let's, let's not bury the lead. Give it to me. Sham Sharania of The Athletic has reported essentially, but also specifically, that Kevin Durant and Joe Sai had a meeting in London as of last week. And I, I believe we did get video. I know we did get video of James Harden and Kevin Durant being together for a Travis Scott show. Yeah. Also last week. I imagine that was probably in London as well. Uh, Shams is reporting that in the meeting, which has been described as both uh, professional and transparent, uh, that Kevin Durant said specifically that Cy needs to choose between Kevin Durant or the pairing of Sean Marks and Steve Nash, meaning mm. Joe Sy, fire Sean Marks and Steve Nash, and you get Kevin Durant. If uh, you want to keep those guys, you got to let me go. Wow. Brian, there's so many places to go, and we're going to talk about all of them. We're going to talk about what what would you do, what, what it means for the organization, what this future uh, Nets team may look like, but just at the very basic level. Does this surprise you? I'm Brian? just, I mean, there's so many layers to this. The first one is taking it at face value, right? Let's take this as, you know, presuming that this is all true, the reporting is sound, you know. Um, you got to admire the atomic wavos on Kevin Durant. Not not <laughs> since not since the Red Wedding have we seen a power play this aggressive um, play out <laughs> in the public sphere. Uh, it's, it's something to behold. And if, and if it's true, what, what a spicy meeting, like that's, that's quite a meeting. Um, Kevin Durant has big Joe Manchin energy yeah. right now because he's <laughs> out there saying, I'm not coming back. I need my oil pipelines through West Virginia. I need subsidiaries for, or subsidies for, I don't know, coal power or whatever other things that Joe Manchin wanted. And he got it. 
yeah. in his big deal. Yeah. Um, Kevin Durant with that Joe Manchin energy right now. Love it. You know, but just to even like go back even further, the power that it must feel to be like to talk to a billionaire like Joe Sai, right? One of the more powerful people in the world in terms of, you know, Alibaba, Joe Sai, blah, 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 blah. To go to Josiah in London and be like, I need you to fire two people for me. Yeah. I need you to file sh- fire Sean Marks and Steve Nash. I don't want to see them. I don't want to see their faces. Can I can I say this? And I, I just I just thought of it though. And Please. it's just yeah. off the cuff. Feels like, you know, okay, counter offer. What about just Steve Nash? You know, let's let's meet you in the middle. It is it does invite a little bit of a counter offer. Oh wait, one sec. Sam's gonna walk in here. Okay, so I gotta, we gotta have her hot take. Brian, say th- three things in a row. Okay, for one minute. Okay. So beyond beyond the the counter offer potential, um, this is very interesting uh, in terms of the news way the, the way the news unfolded because from the Nets' perspective, um, you don't. You don't really want this what, to leak. What I miss? What I miss? I only just, you know, I took my time and only just started teeing up the first of the three things. <laughs> so, so you're in luck. You didn't miss anything. Um, I actually like. Okay. Oh, you're just gonna cut me off right in the middle of my thing? Oh, well, tell me. Well, we were. Th- I can't imagine they were good. They're gonna be good. They're gonna be good. Um, I was saying, I, I'm just taking, uh, looking at the news funnel here. How this came came to uh, be public. Um, from the Nets' perspective. There is really and truly no good reason to have this information out there. Um, does not feel like something they would, if they are going to, they don't want the, to seem discordant. They don't want to be in a position well, where if they actually, I have a okay, other theory, if, they don't want to be in a position where if they actually do fire either of those two guys, you can trace it directly back to Kevin Durant in this meeting. Um, you know, because that has, that, that is a sign of weakness to some degree, whatever we can, you know, challenge that or accept it or not, whatever. But, um, if they do cater to this demand, what does that say about this franchise from the world of the NBA operations perspective? Like that is a very, um, that is a lot of power to cede to a player. Tr- truly the most power. Yeah. I mean, it, because when you say NBA, the Nets franchise, what we mean is Josiah at this point, because if you were to fire Sean Marks and Steve Nash, and I'll get this out of the way, like I'll call Steve Nash and fire him. Okay. You will. I seems like a sweet man. I love that he does TikToks with his daughter, but I've advocated for him. He should be fired. You want to be like, the one that does it, Mike. I, I feel like you're going to be, it's like Michael Scott and like firing, um, <laughs> like on Halloween, you're going to make, <laughs> he's going to go all Creed on you and you're going to end up firing Devin instead. <laughs> I, I support because I saw, I see, I've seen enough from Steve Nash. The only thing that is this, the one piece of sinew that is holding Steve Nash to the rest of this Nets body is the fact that it seemed like Kevin Durant liked him. And Kevin Durant doesn't like him because mm-hmm. if we believe the Sham Sharania report, which I have no reason why not to believe it, because um, I'm going to guess Kevin Durant's side is the one that is feeding this information. You'd, you'd, um, you'd really like to hope so. I mean, if it does end up coming from Nets, that's that's deep sadness. You, you don't well, want that. But again, if you're saying the Nets, it's if it were to come from the Nets, it would actually be Joe Sai. Okay, and, like, and I think I know where you're going to go with on that side of the argument. Actually, tell me where am I going to go? Because I don't know. No, oh. I, I think I think if it came from the Nets, it would be a trial balloon from Joe Sai to be like, 
what is the public reaction if I, in fact, wanted to fire Sean Marks and Steve Nash? And I'll tell you what it is. Oh. I posted on Twitter, emergency pod happening. Would you choose KD or Nash Marks? 77% of respondents of 436 Nets fans have said they would want Kevin Durant over Nash Marks. Mm. That is a clear majority. That yeah. is more shocking than Kansas voting to uphold a level of abortion rights. Like that is that is a clear majority. Very yeah. political pod today. I apologize for that. Yeah. Um you've been reading the Times, feels like. Yeah. <laughs> a subsidiary of the Glue Guys. <laughs> I, 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 could, <laughs> I could tell. I was um, wondering if you're gonna. No, but I think it's definitely from Durant's side. But as, to get back to your point, <laughs> there as much as this franchise has, has lent the power over to Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant, if they in fact fired Sean Marks and Steve Nash in such a public way, and the way that this would have to happen, this like, I don't know if you've seen, what's the Co- Coen Brothers movie that was on Netflix Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Love that one. Really good. Where James Franco's in the the, the gallows. Yeah, the or, gallows. Yeah. And he says, first time here. Yeah. It's like, it's really of like, hey, this is this is it. Like, we are, this is our franchise. There's no going back mm. from this moment. Um, we've kind of talked around it. Let's talk about it directly. Okay. What would you do? You're Josiah. You're a billionaire. You own a couple of lacrosse teams. And Jack Ma has just been forced to step down oh, from Alibaba. This is I tough. guess maybe you're like one of the more powerful in Alibaba. But Kevin Durant is saying to you, you have to fire these dudes. Would you fire those dudes? You know, the public nature of it makes this really difficult. Had this been a shadowy meeting and this been, you know, something that Kevin Durant wrote on a napkin and slid to him, you know, and there was no record of it. You love a napkin. <laughs> I do. You love a I write message on a napkin. Everything I say to people, I don't text anymore, just napkins. <laughs> I just, just slide you a napkin. Um, and and that puts Josai in a really difficult position because the optics are rough in this case. It's really rough. And again, ceding this amount of power to KD in, in a vacuum, sure. He's, of course, the kind of player that you would invite into your fold as a decision maker, like the same way that Le GM LeBron sort of memes go like all that stuff that, that makes sense for a player of Katie's caliber, but you don't want to like, you don't want that to be formalized, you know, in a sense that has to be sort of a, a unspoken subversive kind of relationship that you have. Even if it's true, the, the optics of it being public are really rough. And in this case, we're basically being like, you know, if we were to go through and and fire these two guys and and side with KD in this, we're basically becoming like you know the the true culmination of the player empowerment movement. We are now a petri dish to to bring into the world a new organism that is truly a, a team that is being managed and coached by the players. It um, it would be the biodome. Yeah, <laughs> it would be this. this you know how that turned bubble? out. They almost suffocated yeah. in the biodome. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be a bubble society separated from the rest, and it would be a disaster. So that doesn't answer um, your question, but, you know. What would you do? Oh, my God. You're Joey Psy. Oh, my Joey God. T. And, you know, the pub- here it is. Like, you know, the, in the court of public opinion, obviously, the players win. <laughs> like, you know, as far as that goes, it is a pr- pretty clear distinction. It's hard to say that you want to just appeal to public demand, but it is it is sports entertainment, Mike. You know, at the end of the day, and, uh, and you know, no, no one's buying season tickets for yeah. Sean Marks. Yeah, and and 
maybe for that reason alone, I just side with KD on this thing. I mean, it's it's crazy to say, and, and it's and it's a really bad pretense for a healthy long term relationship. Like the guy <laughs> signs this extension, and then everyone's got whiplash from all these other you know star players having their own issues with their demanding trades and contract extension riffraff. Uh, and now we've gone from him signing a optionless four year extension to, to this, uh, it, what happened, Mike, what, what went wrong? Why is it we were a franchise worthy of that extension at one point, And then in such a short time later, we're, we're suddenly needing to clean house. And, and I think we'll get into that. Alex Schiffer from the athletic will join us in about 10 minutes time. Okay. And I think that's a good question to ask. Here's my thing. And we talking about the deciding between, Durant or Marks and Steve Nash. Again, I'll fire Steve Nash, right? And I'll hire Quinn Snyder if I can. You don't have the balls to fire Steve Nash, Mike. Stuff. What's up those? You don't. You, you. I fired our, our first co-host. Did you? No. Oh, yeah, you did. You did. No. <laughs> no. That was all you. Yeah. Um, we had, Brian and I used to have a, we're not allowed to talk about who used to also co-host. Because he's a mole now. He's a mole in the system. Can't say. Can't say anymore. You want to say that? No, I can't. And I shouldn't. I'm going to edit that out. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. It's Sean Marks. Sean Marks was the (laughs) co-host of the pod at the very beginning. Um, So I like Sean Marks. I think he's a very good GM. I don't like Steve Nash as a coach. I think he's a very good person, though. I do. Um, I have no problem firing Steve Nash. I, it's tougher for me to fire Sean Marks, but it's bigger than that. And you've talked about this too, where it's like, let's say you're Josiah. You're like, yeah, I'll fire Sean Marks and Steve Nash. Kevin, what should I do next? I guarantee Kevin Durant does not have a plan because he's not supposed to. He's not supposed to have, okay, we then should hire Mark Jackson as your coach and Rich Kleiman as your GM. Because if that's the plan, that's a horrific plan. Yeah. Okay. That would be as, as, as as lovely as uh, uh, a glasses wearer that Rich Kleiman is, and as fine of a broadcaster as Mark Jackson is, that's not the answer for this franchise. Like that's ultimately that's the problem. It's not yeah. you're de- you're not deciding between Kevin Durant versus Sean Marks and Steve Nash. You're deciding between Kevin Durant and a a voidless a vacuum of leadership that would we install like. You know how like uh, governments like Russia, like how the oligarchs would came in after the fact, after the, the, you know, the Soviet Union fell and all these oligarchs, all these friends of Kevin's got put up in different places and started controlling the mineral mines and all that stuff. I've. This is a guy who read about oligarchs on Wikipedia. Mm. Yeah. Um, (laughs) It's like just installing the friends of Kevin around the organization. Are they qualified to do the job? Do they know how to do the job? It's very hard to be a very good general manager of a basketball team. As much as we like to, like, I love to be on Fanspo and to make fake trades, it's much harder than that. I think the, there's a level of, you know, intelligence that you need beyond Fanspo fake trades. Yeah. And my worry if I'm Josiah is like, dude, Kevin, like, I. I want you to be on this basketball team, but if I fire these guys, we're not really going to be attracting top talent. Just because you think you're the best player in the NBA, 
Well, I wouldn't frame like it like a, that. That's that's a bad sales pitch, just because you think. You're well, yeah. we're going to do Glue Guys Theater in oh, a second. Okay. I'm not doing Joe Sai. Okay. But that's the problem, is mm. that it, it leads you then into this vacuum. There's not – Greg Popovich and, I don't know, name – Pat Riley aren't going to come by and take over this franchise and help this. Yeah. Because what this team really needs is someone with a deft touch around the margins, which has been Sean Marks for the most part – to elevate the team because ultimately there's very little that the team can do to sort of construct a really good roster around KD, Kyrie, and Ben Simmons. And it does come down to this like this feature that is true of all of our star players, which is they want influence but without accountability. And that's a very difficult pairing. You know, I want to influence things and I also don't want to be accountable when those things don't pan out. Uh and so for that reason too, like while I'm like looking at this decision, it's like there is something very unreasonable about what Ke- Kevin Durant's done. There was good reporting. Um, I'm terrible at this and I should source it, but about just how uh, I think it was Forbes actually, it was a Forbes article about it that had the thing about how untimely uh, the Kevin Durant trade request was just based on, uh, you know, wh- where we're at in free agency, like the draft was over yeah. and so on and so forth. Like it is uh, a like, unreasonable position that he's he's just been unreasonable to this to to this point and then now to be like i'm unreasonable and this has been you know variously unsuccessful and i want you to like go with me all the way on this thing and have me like it's because i haven't wrested enough control of the situation that we're here in this position and (laughs) and that's and that's uh that's a tough argument to make it's really a difficult position to be in and and i don't uh I'm not jealous of Josiah making this decision. Before we get to Alex, I just want to point out this one, the canary in the coal mine of this entire process of Kevin Durant hating Sean Marks. Because mm-hmm. like, there's quotes of Kevin Durant. You know, Kevin Durant was asked after the season what he thought about Steve Nash. He was like, come on, Steve Nash had a really tough hand to deal with. I like the guy. But essentially was what his quote was. So why he wants to fire Steve Nash I don't hate it. I'm just like, that's also surprising. The Sean Marks piece, there's a lot of mystery there. But this is what Logan Murdoch of The Ringer said. I think, let's look at like three months ago at this point. So Logan is a podcaster and writer for The Ringer. He used to work in the Bay, cover the Golden State Warriors while Kevin Durant was there. He wrote a piece back in March about Kevin Durant called Let It Go. I'm reading from Nets Daily. This is from a story back in June 26th. Um. Sorry, Uh, that was super loud. This is what Logan Murdoch had to say about Kevin Durant. Um, He said, KD has not talked to the team in weeks. Again, this is back in June. I don't think Kevin is confident in the front office right now. I don't know if he's at the stage of leaving. Again, this is before the trade request. But there's big uneasiness, not only from Kyrie's side, but KD's side as well. He's was one of those guys, he just doesn't, he's recruiting anyone. And this is, this is Logan saying this. KD's biggest beef is that he feels that the front office didn't grow to understand Kyrie, whatever that means. That's him saying that. I would push back on that when a guy leaves for two weeks' time, KD earns lunch, blah, blah, blah. I think KD believes, hey, you guys didn't understand this guy. You didn't try to figure out where he is coming from. And also talks about how the Nets, Logan did, how the Nets dumped Adam Harrington, the longtime assistant coach, director of development, who KD is very close with. Adam Harrington, blah, 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 blah. Okay. 
Why is that important? Well, there's a lot of very important things in that. It seems to land mostly on not understanding Kyrie and then them firing Adam Harrington or getting letting Adam Harrington go. Um, actually, I didn't really know about the Adam Harrington part. Like, I still sort of he's still like poking around Nets Twitter. Yeah, I didn't know that, that was like a shit canning in the in the way that it sounds like in that. Yeah. Um, I just have to say, if Katie is still truly of like the Nets didn't handle Kyrie correctly, dude. <laughs> Kyrie is the most toxic person who's ever joined the Nets besides like people who had actual crimes outside the Nets, which I don't want to even bring up, but <laughs> Kyrie has destroyed this team destroyed. If he is the reason why Kevin Durant wants to leave, if he believes that Sean Marks is, is mishandled the Kyrie situation, Kyrie's why James Harden is gone. Kyrie then would be the motivating factor for why Kevin Durant wants to leave and the only guy who's going to be left on this roster is Kyrie to start this season. God, man, what a what well, well, there's S something show. like incredibly counterintuitive about this too, because like Kyrie is the one, as far as we know, who was vying for a full extension with the Nets, and uh, so like he so and he's coming back next year. There's something. I mean, am I crazy or is just like that not lining up? So it sounds like to the extent that we that he's I mean he's signed on for another year. He's playing here next year and. The way that that's positioning, uh, positioning, um, positioned messaging wise makes it sound like um, it makes it sound like Kyrie left and he isn't. He's, he's still there. <laughs> he could go play with him. It sounds like there's an opportunity to be understood once more if that's really <laughs> the motivating factor. Yeah, so Kevin, it's bridge just the gap, man. Yeah. Bridge, be the the uh, Queensboro bridge for us. Bridge yeah. that gap. You know, be, be the tap and Z. Uh, bridge. It, very powerful big bridge great yeah. big bridge um the kashkushko Br- mm. bridge that gap well and he pronounced it just right thank you yeah which actually if you look up kashkushko great guy that comes from uh, your cbs days your your AM radio. yeah yeah because yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that that bridge comes up a lot in the morning. um let's do this quick break coming back alex schiffer of the athletic we're gonna dive even more about this information alex has a story out probably by the time you're listening to this involving uh, the Kevin Durant uh, story that Sham Sharani had. Coming back, Alex Schiffer of The Athletic. Joining us on the pod, Alex Schiffer, Brooklyn Nets reporter for The Athletic, a subsidiary at the New York Times. Alex, you were just blaspheming me. I just want everyone to know how awful Alex is to me off air. He's going to change his personality on air. Alex, how are you doing? We need to show people your text and how I will like <laughs> wow. feed you information uh, just to give a heads up. Hey, I might need to come on the pod or you're going to want to be watching the internet today. And then you're just like, what is it? So I can tell everybody. It's like, that's not how this works, Mike. I, I, this is why I didn't go to Syracuse because I, I didn't get any good endorsements about their program. They're gossiping. And, uh, They're and gossiping you just, over there. You're, you're, you're just Don't you come on my show. No, no, no. Don't you come on my show and dig at Newhouse, okay? If I could just say, Brian, it's great to see you. Really good to you see know, you. I, you know, every time we've been on air together, which is like twice, I, I feel know. like there's been like, it's like been instant chemistry. Stormball. You're the kind of guy I want to get a beer with. And we're going to do it. Like, and we're going to do it. And we're going to leave Mike out. You know, there, there's two things. So it, it's fair. it's like the parent trap where you and I are Lindsay Lohan's dual character. Yeah. And we just got separated. And it took us to kind of come together to get this thing going. And just like Matt Damon, like, you know, once tied Jimmy Kimmel to a chair and hosted the show after years of being scorned, I feel like that's what we need to do is like we go down to D.C. Yeah. 
Uh, I've, I've heard good things about Mike's kids. Maybe they'll help us. <laughs> and we just good uh, things on the blogs. The blogs the, are talking the few, about my children. A few children. times I've been on the phone when, I, when I've been on the phone with you. Yeah, we 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 <laughs> yeah. rally together and we like tie you up and then we do a glue guys without Mike and it's the Brian and Alex show and everybody has fun and the ratings go up. I'm gonna tie this all together. So I was talking to Alex today on the phone. I was giving my two year old. He got the vaccine shot today. Tie it back doing, in. By the way? You know who hasn't got a vaccine shot? Kyrie Irving. Let's talk about wow. the Nets. Per- beautiful dovetail. What um, a segue. <laughs> Alex, Brian and I talked for a little bit about this. You know, sort of what we, the gist of what we kind of said was like, while you may want to choose Kevin Durant, and to let you know, um, I tweeted out a poll to our our listeners. Uh, who would you choose, KD or Nash Marks? 77%. Of 450 people said KD. Um, wow. But Brian and I have, are basically saying, oil. what, you know, even if you choose Kevin Durant over Nash Marks and you're Josiah, you do that. Like, where does that leave you? What do you make of all of this? What Shams reported from what you know, does this surprise you that Kevin Durant is actually saying at this point or reportedly saying Joe, choose me or choose Sean Marks and Steve Nash. Does that surprise you? It, it doesn't. It doesn't. I mean, it's just crazy. First off, the Joe Cy Kevin Durant meeting took place a week, of, excuse me, a year to the date of Kevin Durant's four-year, $200 million extension being announced. How crazy time flies. It's just crazy to me. Just my whole question is just why? I mean, and that's, I, you know, I have a story. We'll see when this drops, if it's out on the athletic or not, by then it should be, but I mean, look at the coaching staff, Nash's first year on the job. Steve Nash, who had ties to Kevin Durant. Brian Keith, who had ties to Kevin Durant. Adam Harrington, who was obviously a Kenny Atkinson holdover and you know was KD's personal trainer at one point, introduced Nash and KD. Uh, Royal Ivy, who the Nets stole from the Knicks for play development. Oh, Alex Schiffer just wow. completely dropped. He, Kevin Durant, <clears throat> just so everyone knows. The server. Alex has just dropped from the line. So this is how this works, Brian. This is how insidious yep. these situations are. Kevin Durant is that powerful of a figure <laughs> that he is forced. This is what the new world order is going to be like, guys. When we when, we, when yeah. Kevin Durant runs the Nets, this is how it's going to be. People are going to be silenced, mm-hmm. like Alex Schiffer, and all dissent will be snuffed out. Um, let me see if I can get it. I'm going to say, Alex, you dropped. Don't know why. But what he was getting at. Was that all these assistant coaches? I mean, that's kind of what I really want to talk to Alex about when he gets back on. Yeah, you know, maybe he'll talk about it. It's a great point because it is. It is like when Trump's appointed judges all struck down his, uh, you know, a- attempts to bring <laughs> to bring voter fraud into. It's like these are your guys. You brought the guys in, and now and now you disagree with them, and you want to clean house. Yeah. What's these are your guys? Sean Marks is attorney general, attorney general Barr. <laughs> Yeah. Kai, uh, Steve Nash is, yeah. um, you know, Pat Cipollone. Mm. Cipollone. Who's Scaramucci? His name? Who's Scaramucci? I know um, he's not a judge, but it's, it's a good character. Mike James is Scaramucci because yeah. it was very short lived. <laughs> that is him perfect. In, and then he started talking. Started By the way, did you, see, out of school. did you see Mike James's that podcast thing where he's there was passed around the clip of him saying that Kevin Durant was like, yeah, we're cooked. We're going to lose in the playoffs. So we're going to go to your playoff games and wherever he is, Lithuania or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Well, it seemed true. Like the body language of the Nets during the playoffs, like even though, the, of course, we all talked about this, how close that series is with the Celtics. In the Again, we watched the basketball games. We saw that the it didn't feel very close. Yeah. That those games. 
But I, I like part of what I want to try to figure out within this pod, and if Alex comes back, we can talk about it with him, which is why do you think Kevin Durant's mad at Sean Marks? Because if we believe Logan Murdoch, which there's no reason not to, some of it has to do with Kyrie. But is that enough? Like, did Kevin Durant go to Sean Marks and say, you have to give Kyrie this max extension or I'm going to be mad? Because it seems maybe to be that way. But it also felt like we had that Brian Lewis story from a couple weeks back where someone from uh, Kyrie's side is essentially saying like, Kyrie wants to be here. He's happy, but Kevin Durant doesn't want to be here. Alex, are you back? Yeah, the wa- the uh, the Wi-Fi in my house went out, so uh, I'm now on the phone. Oh, look at you! Way to be resourceful. I really love it. You were I talking never about come on this show. I have to be. You were talking about the assistant coaches and how Kevin Durant has controlled all all of those people. Um, I was just talking to Brian about this. I understand, like, I sort of understand the Steve Nash thing. If you're Kevin Durant, it's very easy to be like. I mean, candidly, I don't. I haven't been that impressed with Steve Nash as a coach. I feel like he's added very little to the X's and O's of the team. It doesn't feel like he's elevated the team. So I understand if you're Kevin Durant, you're like, Steve Nash isn't it. As nice as a guy as he is, why do you think Sean Marks though? What what is the Sean Marks factor of why he could why Kevin Durant could be so against what Sean Marks has done for the team? My back. Let me let me hear you talk for a second. Hi. That sounds good. So tell me, man, you're you're a pro at audio. Um, tell me, tell me, what do you think about Sean Marks and Kevin Durant? You know, I complain all the time about never being on, and I get my shot and I blow it. Um, it's as we, as we talked about off air. It's just it's not like he hasn't had say in the roster before. I mean, Lamarcus Aldridge, who you know the Spurs essentially stopped playing to go younger because he, he didn't have it anymore. He brings over and and. Kevin's one of the first phone calls. Same thing with Blake Griffin. You mentioned, you know, off air with me, Mike James said on a podcast. I mean, it's not like he hasn't had say in any of this. And does it go back to some of the rumblings about him not being happy about the way Kyrie was handled and the the lack of faith in the front office there? I mean, to me, you just can't point to this roster since really the James Harden trade, which he was also behind, and say, you know, where did he not have his say? So... That's, that's, as you said, the, the Nash stuff I get a little more of, but, and, and to just talk on the coaching side real quick, you know, I, I haven't, uh, I haven't been with the podcast since day one, but you know, Ime Udoka was Sean Mark's backup. If Kenny Atkinson turned down the job back in the day, I have a really hard time believing that if Kevin Durant went to Sean Marks a year ago or two years ago, excuse me, during 2020 and said, Hey, I, I think you should hire Ime Udoka. I don't think Sean Marks would be opposed to that at all. So it, it's it's crazy to me just because um, you know you've you've seen this idea of Boston as a possibility, and how Durant and he may have grown close in recent years. Like I I don't know what to say on some of this stuff just because I feel like you know he's he's gotten his way on it, and and some of the alternatives that now he seems uh, to be appealed to wouldn't have been bad the first time around, especially given the Nets track record with some of this. Yeah, I mean, if I'm a Celtics fan and I'm reading that Sham story, I'm pretty excited about the last two paragraphs because the last two paragraphs talk about the contenders being the Celtics, Raptors, and Heat who could remain the most significant candidates to acquire Durant. And then the rest of it is about how Boston's package for Jalen Brown seems to be a viable deal. 
um, how Durant has grown close with Adoka in recent years and how they spent a year together, obviously, in Brooklyn and then later with Team USA in Tokyo. If you're Josai, you're just in, in an incredibly tough position. This is the most significant decision that he has made as an owner and that really is one of the most in Nets franchise history, what you do here. Because one path is continuing your business relationship with Kevin Durant, where he gets even more power. I mean, he essentially becomes the de facto, not even the de facto, like he he becomes the general manager, the team president, because he's going to decide, because if you're firing those guys, then you have to go to Kevin Durant and say, okay, then who do you want? And Durant is going to make that decision, right? Like he can't just say fire those people and then not consult Kevin Durant. But if you choose Sean Marks and Steve Nash on some level, then you're deciding to trade the best player the franchise has ever technically has ever seen, maybe going, well, going all the way back to Dr. J. If you're Josiah, you're in an incredibly tough position. And typically in the NBA history, like if, if you look at it, teams just side with superstars. Like Magic Johnson got a coach fired. LeBron has gotten coach fired. Like the Kobe has gotten coaches fired. You typically choose to stay with the superstar on your team. I would argue this situation is pretty different though than those ones. Yeah, I agree. And I mean, the, the contract situation makes it different. And again, just the amount of control he's already gotten, though, you know, I would argue, I would argue for the, the people saying take KD over Marks and Sy. I mean, couldn't you argue the past two seasons have kind of gone, aside from the injuries and the COVID, construction-wise with personnel in KD's vision, and we saw where it went? It's also interesting in the timing after the Rick. I don't know if you guys saw the Rick Buecher thing. Um, no, tell me. I just saw that this morning. Yes, I missed that. Over, I'm what was the Rick Buecher thing? Play. Yeah. So basically, what he was saying is that during the the Celtics series, there was a group chat, and some of the players were like, "Hey Ben, any chance you're going to come back for game uh, if, three or four of one of those?" And apparently, this is Rick Buecher's words. He said he just left the chat. Ben Ben Simmons is just like he, he just he just like deleted the <laughs> chat. And it was like Ben Simmons is not responding anymore. Um, take it with a grain of salt. I don't know what where that's coming from, but I mean that's a pretty easy thing to identify. Like because like when people leave a chat, they literally yeah, it says Ben Simmons yeah. has left the conversation. <laughs> um, so we could have some forensic analysis of everyone's phone, and we could figure that out pretty quickly. I, I don't know. I feel I, I, okay. Maybe I just need to update my article. That's why I didn't see it before. Alex, what do you do? Do you do you fire Steve Nash or Sean Marks? Then work out with Kevin Durant a trade. What what option do you go down? I would stick with Sean Marks and Steve Nash because. I don't see how this is. First off, I think I, I think the status quo of giving Kevin Durant essentially all control of the franchise is dangerous. And I also, you know, the, the Nets expect to have other star players after him. And I just think that the the standard you set is unbelievably dangerous and tough to replicate. And if it goes bad, it will blow up spectacularly. And I also just think that if someone doesn't want to be there, uh, sometimes you just have to move on, and I, I don't see how any reconciliation can be made from this. So, not to get off track, but to Brian's point about the Rick Buke report, is it just me or have the Nets group text been a very controversial thing in recent years? Remember the Kyrie mm. don't go to the bubble group text report? That was a whole other thing. Right. just seems like this this team is involved more in group text reporting than most. Um, they need to get Discord no. is what they need to do, because then you won't see if they leave the chat. Sorry, go ahead. They're, they're, no, they're true. They're, you can talk whenever you want, Brian. I never get to talk to you. Um, Mike's interrupting is the one I have oh, yeah. a problem with. 
<laughs> but uh, but no, I, I just think that you've seen this kind of play out again, aside from the injuries and Kevin Durant's vision the past two years. It hasn't gone well. I don't see how um, how him playing through this is going to alleviate anything. You know, if you all listen to the athletic podcast Shattered, which was oh, created wow. by our own Mike Schmeltz, he, uh, he, uh, George Carl talks about how brutal the year was with Carmelo Anthony playing through the trade request and how that whole team was miserable. And, but the Nuggets got what they wanted out of it and they were trying to stay relevant and in the playoff picture the next few years and they were able to get a trade that netted that. So I, I think if you're the Nets, you stick with, with the guys that, are in place and then kind of see again, does Kevin want to, there's so much we don't know about this. Does Kevin want to sit out? Does he want to play and try to get the deal that gets you the most return and try to keep them afloat and relevant and competitive in some capacity because there's no motivation to tank after the hardened trade. Yeah. I just want to, and I really want to make this point. I'm fine firing Steve Nash and ultimately I'd be okay with getting, letting go of, Sean Marks, but my problem is that I don't, there's just no other plan. Like, it's not, again, Kevin Durant, as great of a player as he is, like, shouldn't be setting your agenda on that big of a level within your organization because it's just not good business. It would be like Warner Music in the late 70s letting Don Henley and Glenn Fry decide who should run. Those are two Eagles. Alex, I know this is just dating you. Letting them decide who should run Warner Music, right? The reason why, there's a reason. Anyways, bad comparison. But what I'm saying is, I don't, it does not, it, it kind of ruins your organization if you're deciding to let one person who isn't at the high, that high of a level Make all of those. Even LeBron himself doesn't have that big of power. Can we think about the third option as well here? Because we're thinking about this not with our deal making caps on. Okay, we're thinking about this in the binary, and that's not how. That, if I learn anything from Trump, that's not how it works. Okay, because we want <laughs> what we want to do is have a counter offer, and if I'm counter offering from the size perspective, say, how about just Nash? How about we just fire Nash? Is that possible? Is there any is or is it really that he's got beef <laughs> with Sean Marks? Because if we're splitting the difference, obviously I feel more inclined to let Steve Nash go. As much as I actually wouldn't hate to, I think that that would be fine. Um, is that is do is there negotiating room here? Is it all or nothing? Brian, do you know who I saw? I was in Burlington, Vermont last week. You know who I believe I saw in person? I love a believe I saw. Even better, who who do you believe you saw? Quinn Snyder. My God. I'm almost a hundred percent sure. Was he was, was he wearing like all like a bunch of eighties ski equipment, like ski gear? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, in the dead of summer, yeah. he was he was cross country skiing. Yeah. I, I was outside one of the nicest hotels in Burlington, outside Hen of the Woods, mm-hmm. uh, Head of the Wood restaurant, which is like the best restaurant in Burlington, and a very nice car pulled up. Out popped a family and. A guy with slick back hair and a scarecrow like face came out. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure it was Quinn Snyder. What does that tell you? <laughs> oh, taking interviews. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Interviews. He's interviewing for the mm-hmm. Vermont Catamounts uh, basketball job as we speak. If we're talking about the binary of like Fire Nash and all that stuff, is the damage still done though? Like if, if you, in this public of a way, then fire just the coach but not Sean Marks, is the stink of sort of, letting your franchise be decided this way 
does it still linger? Or are you happy and okay that, okay, well, we found a compromise. We found a middle ground. We still get to keep Sean Marks, who we think does a good job, and Kevin Durant, who is the top, a top four player in the NBA. I mean, for my two, for what it's worth, you know, we found a middle ground with Kyrie. It's the summer of middle grounds. You know, I say, I say we split the difference. Keep that, <laughs> keep that energy rolling. Do you, Alex does, let's say no firing happens. Do you see Kevin Durant coming back and playing under the trade request that he's requested? Yes. Just because this whole thing has been so weird. I, I feel like the, uh, the obvious answer doesn't really apply here. So what, what do you mean? What do you think? What do you envision happening? I feel like it could be a deal where the season starts and maybe he doesn't play opening night or a few games, but then, you know, he starts to miss it and, and maybe he decides to get back out when they appease it. But I think the other thing you kind of wonder about if you're the Nets is Kevin Durant's had two injuries that knocked him out for large parts of the season the past two years. Do the Nets make the call of saying we're not having him play just because, just because if he still wants to be traded and that's his steadfast thing, then we risk hurting the return value since, as you said, this is the biggest decision they'll make, right? So I, I think... I think it wouldn't stun me as of right now if he were to play and, and say, all right, I still went out, but I'll play. But I also think that you can't blame the Nets if they say, well, too bad, we're sidelining you. All right. Well, Alex, how about this? You hop off. Brian and I are going to do uh, Glue Guys Theater to finish off the episode. We appreciate having it's, – it's a very private thing, Glue Guys Theater. And, you know, This wasn't my no. decision, Alex. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you have to go. <laughs> no, Brian, Brian, you're not the problem in this relationship. We've already outlined that. <laughs> Brian, it was great seeing you. We need to do this more often. We're going to get that beer, Alex. We're going to get that beer. We're going to get that beer, and we're going to have that show without Mike. And he's going to like it. He is going to like it. All right, guys. I appreciate you both. Bye, Alex. See you, Alex. I appreciate you both, so bye. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) All right. Brian, are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's let's finish this off. With a bang. With a new installment of... Glue Guys Theater. Okay. Brian will be Kevin Durant. I got to put my feet up on the table for this. And well, I'm going to be Josiah. I entered the room yet. We get us. Right, do you have a script for this? I don't. Uh, I'm not working with that. No, a this is okay. We're going improv. off the cuff. Okay. The the scene. It is London. Foggy, Early August, foggy late July. London town. Foggy London town. Uh, it's tea time. We're at the, one of the finest establishments in all of London. <clears throat> okay. Long John Silver's. And uh, Joe Sy and Kevin Durant, after a frosty summer, are meeting yeah. for tea and trade talks. Scene opens. Hey, Kev, how's the summer going? Joe, before we even even speak, I want what? you to hand me one of those delicious looking cucumber sandwiches I see with the crust cut off, those tiny square ones. You must you must try them. I mean, they, they are exquisite. Here you go, Kevin. <laughs> You call that a cucumber sandwich, Joe? <laughs> it's, it's that tastes like shit. Sorry, let's let's start over. Uh, Joe, how are you? How, how are things? Wow, I am uneasy. Um, yeah. I'm okay. You know, Jack Ma was forced to step down at Alibaba, so I guess there's a little more pressure. Yeah. Um, well, he was he was disappeared for a period of time there, which I think about tends to again. happen. Yeah, tends to happen over. That's always in an China. Any, you get any info on that? Anyways, we'll talk about that later. Anyways, um, Kevin, like, you know, something funny happened this summer. I don't know if you – so, like, there was this, like, big hubbub over you requesting a trade 
if I can vaguely remember. Then it felt like it kind of just it never really materialized in the way and we talked about it. We talked about what we would do for you and we would do the last dance mentality and all that stuff. I just temperature check, you know, COVID yeah. joke, temperature check. Yeah. Um, how are you feeling? Let me Kev? let me materialize this for you, okay? Okay. What I'm ma- gonna, is this going to be good news or bad? What news? I've materialized here is a napkin, okay? And on that <laughs> napkin, <clears throat> there's there's a couple of words written down. All right, I'm going to slide that to you. Okay. <sighs> okay, opening up the napkin. How's oh, that? God. How's that for materialized? Oh God. How's that? You get you feel it? You does can't that feel, mean this. Does that feel hefty in your hands? That napkin is that the heaviest napkin you've ever held? I want Jill? you to say these words. I don't. I'm not. <laughs> I'm, this napkin is not the Torah. So I need you to say these those words. Those aren't words. That's a stick figure of me. And then <laughs> a does not equal sign. And it's two stick figures of Sean Marks and Steve Nash. And I think you know that. I think it's offensive the way you drew Steve Nash. Um, <laughs> with, I don't know. With a Canadian, with a uh, maple leaf over his crotch. Yeah. Is that, I, yeah. I think that's offensive. Yeah. I, I, as a fellow Canadian, yeah. I do not appreciate that. Um, explain yourself. I don't understand what this means. So here's what I want, Joe. I want this okay. trade or I want com- complete control over your franchise from the inside. And I don't want anyone mucking up my, my vision. We'll get into that. Cause I, I actually haven't thought of that yet, but when I have the vision, I can't have anybody stepping on my toes. All right, Joe. I don't understand. Let me, I d- let me make this crystal effing clear to you, Joe. KD is not showing up at Barclays Center in October, you know, around that time of year, unless K- unless Sean Marks and Steve Nash are out of here. Okay, that's it. Don't make me, don't make me do it, Kevin. Do what? Don't don't make me oh. let go of my my beautiful Shawnee. Yeah, and my precious Steve. Yeah, I don't I care. Won't. Yeah. This is a real you can save those crocodile tears for your Alibaba. This Alley is Bob a real border. size okay. choice. You know a, a that movie size? Sophie's Choice. Oh, like, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. This is a real size choice. Okay. Um, I don't know if I can do it, Kev. Um, I don't. Can can we? Can we think about a different future? Paint me a picture. I don't know. My here's, vision only goes so far. Here's the picture. You and Kyrie, one more season, and I get to keep my Stevie and my Shawnee, okay? But after the season, I will I will satisfy your trade request. But let's let's think about that future. How does that look to you? That looks good, right? That's you know what it future. looks like to me? It looks like I'm going to go call up Mister Shami Shams, okay? <laughs> and uh, he'll my he's going to hear a little bit about this meeting, okay? That's what I'm prepared to do. I'm prepared to go nuclear. I've got a block of C4 in my hand. That's actually my cell phone with Sean's number in it. Well, this really hurts. Yeah. I was expecting over this delicious spread of cucumber sandwiches, tea biscuits. These cucumber and- sandwiches are terrible, Joe, and you know it. <laughs> okay, that's a power play. <laughs> I was expecting of just a nice time. I thought we could enjoy ourselves. We're in London. It's one of my top 25 favorite cities. And yet... <laughs> You come here. Don't give me a cucumber sandwich. You give like me a number, turd sandwich. Number twenty-two or something somewhere around there. It's within the top twenty-five. <laughs> okay, yeah. behind Cleveland. Okay, Cleveland's we, got we some agree on that. We agree on that. Um, you gave me a turd sandwich here. Yeah. A real. 
a finger in my tea right now, and I'm angry. I'm pissed. Joe, no one talks to Joey Sy this way. Yeah. No one talks to Joey Sy this way. You hear that? That's me dialing chums. Okay. That's me putting in the. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna start texting him. Yeah, yeah. I, this go is ahead. what I'm gonna say. Yeah, I'm go gonna ahead. say we have a really good team. Yeah. Ben Simmons is looking great. Did you know that? Okay, I believe that we have a championship ready team. So, boop, 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 boop. Uh, all right, good. Well, we'll see how how it cracks up. But uh, if we need to split the baby, you know, let Steve Nash go. Fine, fine, fine by me. We'll we'll work it out. End scene. End scene. All right, that was glue, guys. The A-turn. it started off really strong. I mean, there was a moment there where, I thought, yeah, I thought it was good. Yeah, it was, the, the we, improv- didn't, we didn't get enough of the conversation. We need like a, a a line to really jump off of. Like we are at the best when we have a direct dialogue. I think I think the improv was good. We just need a conclusion, you know, where we want to end because we didn't we didn't want to be the person that ended the scene. You know, we could just every time it could always end like once upon a time in Hollywood. Like right. there's just always a flamethrower. <laughs> So that's a good idea. Like, oh my God, Joe! You're de- <laughs> that's good. Um, final thoughts. I again, I've I've kind of hit this over and over, but I think it is a bad decision to fire Sean Marks and Steve Nash, but not because of who they are, but because I am not confident that there's a plan to follow up and improve the team. The team is not good enough where they they can just fire their head coach and their general manager and decide. We're not going to have any leadership at all, and our players are good enough. Like this team, Kyrie is cannot be counted on. Ben Simmons, no one has any clue what he's going to look like. Joe Harris is out there walking in snow with his busted ankle, and Kevin Durant is as great as he is. We saw in that playoffs that even he, as great as he is, this team can get swept. So I don't think the juice is worth the squeeze. Even though I don't support Steve Nash, and even though I don't think Sean Marks is irreplaceable. I think I think if you're Josiah, you have to go, Kevin, we will try to satisfy your trade request. We will not give you up for just anything. The only way that you're going to get traded is if you if you play basketball. Mm. If you play basketball, it's going to prove how good you are. Why don't you play with your friend Kyrie, who none of us seem to understand, but you understand. You play with Kyrie, and we will try to work on a trade that makes sense for everyone involved. Yeah, but there's no other alternative. We're not just firing everyone just because you're a little bit grumpy that they signed Paul Millsap over Jeff Green. It's a good, which it's is a good not the closing, reason. It's a, it's a good closing statement. And in the interest of time, I'm going to leave it there because this file is getting perfect. unwieldy. Mike, Discord. Do they find us at Discord and on Twitter and at Nits Daily and on the Athletic? Is that where they find us? Discord.com slash GG. Is that Discord.gg slash glue guys is the invite. <laughs> and then also you find a link to it in our Twitter bio and in the YouTube. It's getting spicy in there, and you're gonna want to join that Discord before the season starts. Um and then also smash f- like and subscribe on YouTube because we'll be uploading this. The YouTube's been lying dormant, but it's gonna be huge this season, Mike. It's huge. huge. All right, Thank thanks you everybody. All for the same. Bye 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 bye. bye.